Welcome to Concert Pipeline. My name is Steve Jones. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode where we're going to feature suburban legends from my interview with them at iMusicast in Oakland uh, back in 2005. Uh, And so uh, we'll get to that in a little bit here. Uh, First off, if you haven't already, please follow Concert Pipeline on Twitter at Concert Pipeline. Um, You can also check us out on our new Facebook page. Uh, facebook.com slash concertpipelinepod P-O-D for po- short for podcast uh, so like that page uh, to be in the know uh, there as well um, and we have a lot of uh, great interviews that are in the works right now and coming up very soon uh, but uh, we're going to start out uh, with some music news on uh, this episode so we uh, since there's a lot of really cool things in rock uh, that are happening so uh, let's uh, hit the music news So in a previous episode of Concert Pipeline, we uh, we talked about Motley Crue retiring and making this whole re, uh, retirement tour. Um, so uh, this music news uh, is brought by brought to us by AntiMusic.com slash Day in Rock. So thanks for the stories from them. Um, just days after Motley Crue announced their farewell tour, the group's lead singer Vince Neil made the surprising announcement that the band is not breaking up. Here's the thing, Motley Crue's not breaking up, Neil explained in an interview uh, just the other day. Uh, We're still going to be making music. We're still selling merchandise and stuff like Motley Crue things. He went on uh, further to uh, uh, adding, we'll probably just make music, do songs for certain things. Motley Crue will still be around. We're just not going to tour anymore. That's really kind of it. Um, And as part of their farewell tour press conference on uh, Tuesday this past week, the members of Motley Crue signed a cessation of touring agreement that goes into effect at the end of 2015. The document prohibits the members of the group from going on the road again under the Motley Crue banner. Wow, so they're really nailing that uh, that into the, the ground there as far as touring. So I don't really get the point of making music and then not performing it for uh for your fans that's kind of what that's saying is yeah we'll we'll get together we'll do our own little thing but it's just going to be for us if you like it then fine but it but you won't get to see us do it live so um too bad for you uh i mean that's that's just usually it goes hand in hand and it's really good for bands to support their music and artists and fans to support artists so um so we'll see i mean they may take that back if it's the whole band uh, that decides to tour i mean because it doesn't sound very consistent to me so um so that's a first story um also uh, uh steve perry has discussed a possible journey reunion lots of reunion and breakup news uh coming around so um, former Journey singer Steve Perry made a rare public appearance at the recent uh, Guitar Center drum-off finals in Los Angeles. He was asked about a possible reunion with guitarist Neil Sean and the rest of the band. I haven't worked with Neil, no. We're trying. It's tough. I do my best in that area, and I can only do so much. Bands are the most amazing thing. The older I get, the more I do realize how important what we had all together uh, and how it worked. I've not been in a band in years, he continued. Uh, the older I get, like I said, the more I realize that we brought out uh, that out of each other. I brought things out of them, and they certainly brought a lot of my vocal stuff out of me, just ri- uh, rising to get uh, each other to this place. If you uh, can't sing along, it's a different thing, uh, and that's probably the biggest chemistry thing I rec- uh, recognize now. 
so we'll see if there's a reunion there as well. Um, Howard Stern just had his 60th birthday bash, and he had some pretty high-name uh, guests there to uh, to play the birthday bash. Uh, Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler headlined Howard Stern's 60th birthday bash in New York with some help from Slash and Dave Grohl, uh, and there's video of the event online if you want to check that out as well. Uh, the three rockers joined house band Train for the night's finale, which included Aerosmith classics Walk This Way and Dream On, um, and Slash posted about his excitement following the jam. Um, had a blast jamming with Steven Tyler, Dave Grohl, and Train and, uh, at Howard Stern's birthday bash. Uh, uh, Slash said, effing brilliant night. Uh, Howard was stoked, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel hosted that event, so you can check video of that out um, probably on YouTube um, if you want to see more about that. Um, Queen is looking at playing new concert dates. Uh, Brian May has posted on his official website that 2014 is shaping up to be a busy year for Queen, including a uh, Freddie Mercury film and plans for the band to return to the concert stage. May says, it looks like it'll be a very busy year for us. We seem to still be hovering uh, on the button as I write, ready to start uh, the engine rolling on the Freddie film. It's been a long haul, as you know, trying to assemble the right team to make the film. And as I've learned in my short time in the movie world, that availability is everything. It's no use assembling a team whose members are not available at the same time. Uh, there's a window of opportunity where everyone you need is free, but the windows uh, close uh, unexpectedly and it's back to the drawing board. But the lineup is looking uh, very exciting. I, th uh, I think that just the announcement will cause a bit of a sensation. And more unexpectedly, he, uh, he and drummer Rod Roger Taylor are plotting new live shows under the Queen banner. He says, we've been looking at doing some dates, Roger and myself and who knows who else, haha. <laughs> of course, these days uh, are nothing, nothing is a secret f uh, for more than the five minutes it takes for Twitter and Facebook to spread rumors. I think we're up for one more swing out there. In fact, in our Queen meeting today, we drank on it. So maybe some Queen shows. Uh, again, a lot of this is speculation and uh, until it's on the books and they're listed in venues. Uh, so... Uh, keep an eye out for that. If you're a Queen fan, you might get to see some of the uh, members of Queen playing shows under the Queen name and a lot of Queen songs. So, um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and uh, last up in the music news for today, the Foo Fighters are uh, set to surprise fans with an, their new album sound. They like to constantly reinvent themselves, and they've been on hiatus. Uh, I saw Dave Grohl. Uh, last year um, up at uh, the Uptown Theater in Napa, he was touring his movie uh, Sound City, which which is a great documentary uh, about the Sound City Studios uh, and all the legend that's been there um, and how he bought it and um, has it in his own house now and has had great people played on it, jammed with Paul McCartney. Um, so the Foo Fighters have been on a bit of a hiatus for a while, and uh, and Dave wouldn't quite say when they could come back, but he said uh, when they did, they'd uh, they'd be playing Napa. He really liked the Napa vibe, so that was pretty cool. Um, and so Dave Grohl said that the new Foo Fighters album is different than anything the band has done before. Uh, the band recently revealed uh, that the sessions for their new album are fucking on uh, by a, posting a picture of uh, a row of master tapes labeled Foo Fighters LP8 on their official Instagram. Speaking to the UK's BBC Radio 1, Grohl confirmed that the band are working on their eighth album, but said, We haven't really disclosed exactly what we're doing. Commenting on the suggestion that the band are recording uh, with previously unused recording techniques with producers Butch Vig and Steve Albini, 
uh, girl said, I know what it sounds like, and I honestly think the entire concept is really going to take people by surprise, and it sounds nuts. We recorded something the other day that's unlike anything we've ever done, uh, and it starts with the fuse, and it explodes. Uh, and he just declined to say when the album will be released, but said it would be great. So uh, they're back in the studio, they're working together, and uh, should see more from the Foo Fighters as we uh, go forward, which is which is great. Dave Grohl's so innovative and such a, a great guy, too. He was totally cool to uh, take a picture with me, and later, uh, after the show, I got that picture signed. Uh, by him which he was just such a great guy I've met him just a couple of times and a legend in our time one of the best uh, rock musicians really of our day that's worked with so many different people and uh, bands and is always willing to uh, put himself out there so it'll be really cool to see what comes next from uh, from the Foo Fighters um, there is actually one more story for uh, music news today it's one I've uh, been holding on to for a little bit um, until uh, this episode because I, we had a little extra time in this episode so I wanted to include it here but it's something that's kind of perplexing and just really just weird I guess is the, the best way to say it and that's the band Pizza Underground. Underground. So if you haven't uh, heard of them yet which you probably haven't you can go Google Pizza Underground and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Um, it's Macaulay Culkin's band. Yes, Macaulay Culkin, ah, from Home Alone, um, and a little child actor grown up, and he's got a band, and it's, and I use the term band loosely because they, uh, they, they're not a full-on, like, band where you have a drummer, and you have a guitarist and bassist and, uh, and everything, and you're, uh, playing a full set. Uh, it's five members of the band, including Macaulay Culkin, I'm, I'm not familiar with any of the other members of the band, but Macaulay Culkin's there uh, uh, singing, um, and um, he's not the lead singer, but he's in in the band. Um, and their their shtick is uh, the name is a take off of Velvet Underground. They play covers of other songs and um, and pretty much classic songs, and but they. Uh, give it a pizza theme so they change the lyrics to lyrics about pizza uh, and uh, their drummer in air quotes uh, um, plays the drums uh, well drums on a pizza an empty pizza box uh, they all stand right up in on front of the stage to next to each other and um, I saw one quote where they said the, their performance is uh, under 30 minutes or it's free so um, so that's um, pretty interesting. They they're touring also, uh, which is what makes this relevant to the uh, Bay Area, and they uh, will be performing um, at the at Neck of the Woods in San Francisco on March fifth. So, um, taking from uh, blog.sfgate.com, uh, forget Miley, forget Kraftwerk, forget Outcast. The most anticipated Bay Area concert of two thousand fourteen belongs to Home Alone actor Macaulay Culkin's pizza themed Velvet Underground cover ground cover band at the Pizza Underground, which just announced that show. Um, and so uh, you can check that out. I will, I'm going to play a clip uh, of one of their songs so you can get a feel of really what that is. And I mean, because I'm sure you got, it's got you scratching your heads. Um, if you want to see them, I think tickets are like 10 bucks or so. Um, so uh, you can check that out as well. Here's a, a little bit of Pizza Underground. Oh, 
production level and everything is I, I'm kind of trying to wonder how much of it is a joke and, um, and obviously they're playing on the Macaulay Culkin being in the band and uh, uh, using that to get some ticket sales and uh, and all of that but it's uh, it's an interesting idea at the same time so yeah, I'm looking into getting an interview with them not sure if it's going to happen but uh, but definitely wanted to share that on the podcast today um, so let's move on to the meat of the program, which is the band Suburban Legends, who I interviewed in 2005. Uh, the interview was a, a lot of fun, and, and the audio quality here isn't that great because it was behind the venue at iMusicCast, uh, RIP iMusicCast as a venue in Oakland. Um, it was behind the venue, and there were lots of people around talking, so the, the audio quality isn't amazing, but... Uh, but I want to bring the inter- interview because since this time, uh, the band has been through so much. Um, 
so much pain and uh, and so much uh, has gone on with the band, and they still keep uh, playing what is arguably one of the happiest music types uh, out there, which is ska, uh, where they really just are completely upbeat and get into it with their fans and uh, and have a great time. I mean, that's what ska is about, uh, and we'll get to hear more ska in the next episode of um, Concert Pipeline. I'll tell you a little bit about that at the end of the show. Um, but, um, but this, uh, this interview was, I mean, just after, after the interview and I heard over the years, everything that happened with this band, um, and they still continue on, they still exist. They just toured with real big fish and came through the Bay area. Uh, so it's, it's just really a testament to, um, to living on and, uh, past your means. And what I mean by that is, um, some of the, the, uh, some of the things that happened to the band, um, one of the members of the band uh, actually died, um, and uh, and let me start with that story. And this comes from Wikipedia, uh, the band's Wikipedia page. Uh, Dallas Cook, um, and this is months after I interviewed them, just months back in two thousand five. Uh, at twelve twenty five a.m. on October nineteenth, two thousand five, trombone player Dallas Cook was killed in a hit and run motorcycle accident on the Costa Mesa freeway. A few days after the incident, a large group of Suburban Legends fans and Dallas's friends and family gathered nearby uh, the ESPN zone at Disneyland Resort's Downtown Disney, where the band played uh, their many performances in the early 2000s to share their memories of Cook. Um, and uh, and they did a benefit show, uh, which was set up in his honor to donate money to the Huntington Beach High School Instrumental Music Program. Um, and it, uh, the performance also featured former members of the band who returning for one final show, but no, most notably trumpet player Vince Walker permanently switching to the vocalist position. So the band's gone through different itinerations and has had a lot of previous uh, members of the band uh, and a lot of new people come in, but, but Suburban Legends continues on. Um, also, they kind of took a new musical direction after that um, as well. And and several years later, in 2007, um, and uh, on November 11, 2007, the band was robbed uh, while supporting Streetlight Manifesto. And this is not the first time that they were actually robbed. Um, let's let's take a step back. Actually, um, the, in uh, July 2006, uh, while they were on tour. Uh, they, they woke up to notice the band's tour van was on fire. The fire destroyed the front driver's side of the van. The van's tour money had also been missing from the van, and it's expected that the fire and robbery were caused by an arsonist. Um, at the end of the year, um, a member left the band without an announcement, Philip uh, Inzarello, um, and wasn't replaced. Uh, and around that time, the keyboardist Dallas Cruz started performing with the band despite never being listed as an official member. So moving on to 2007, November 2007, they were robbed again, um, and this time Suburban Legends van was stolen along with approximately $80,000 worth of all their equipment and instruments. Uh, fans were first alerted uh, of this when Dallas Cruz posted it on a MySpace bulletin reading, you all know how much Suburban Legends have been through throughout the years. Let's all gather together to help them through this. I just got a call from my dear friend Mikey, bassist for Suburban Legends. They're on tour in Philly and woke up to uh, head down uh, the van and trailer from the hotel room, and the van and trailer were stolen. Every piece of equipment and merchandise the band owns is gone. Drum sets, horns, clothing, ba uh, basses, guitars, amps, etc. 
the value of the equipment alone is approximately $40,000. The value of their trailer alone is $30,000. Estimated of everything is over is close to $80,000, including the trailer, van, and gear. Uh, they're troopers and are going to try and rent another van, rent gear, and finish the tour. This is devastating. Most, if not all of you, know just how dear and sincere these guys are uh, and how close I am with them. Is there anything we can do to help them? My idea uh, was to find uh, someone with money who would be able to immediately front them uh, an investment for gear and work out terms for the van to pay that person back. Or does someone have a connections to a car dealerships, instruments, something? Uh, please help. If you have uh, some help or ideas, please let's help these guys out. And so uh, it was later found uh, posted that the a van was recovered in a nearby neighborhood in Philadelphia after someone saw it on a news story and uh, reported its whereabouts uh, and only needed minor repairs. However, everything in the van was gone, so they lost all their equipment. Uh, so they've they've had a, a lot of uh, a lot of you know really difficult situations that uh, a, you know a band that's not huge. This isn't like it's. In a rock band like the Foo Fighters or anything like that. They don't have a lot of money to put into uh, these sort of things. And especially, I mean, when a member of their band dies, and they, they, they continued on. So we're going to continue on uh, with Suburban Legends and play uh, my interview, as well as um, I wasn't able to record performance in iMusicast. They had rules about that and didn't, didn't let me do it. Uh, so, But they, the band actually filmed their first uh, DVD um, called Season 1 um, at iMusicast and they let me use par um, some songs from the band uh, on uh, Concert Pipeline. So I'm going to uh, include those songs as well, a couple of the songs that I used. Um, we're going to start out with a song called uh, High Fives, which is really just upbeat and gives you a feel for how exciting and uh, alive ska music is. Um, and then we'll continue on with some of the interviews. So here is uh, High Fives by Suburban Legends. Concert Pipeline. Concert Pipeline rocks. Suburban Legends album. Oh, my God. 
Oh, are you ready for the football? 
know exactly what I mean. And the girl, the girl, it's a soccer team. How do we catch it's like everywhere? I don't know. Ought to be cutting it in. I talked about some more strategy. He said, don't strategy. I don't think it means the enemy. I don't think it means the enemy. I don't think it means the enemy. You need an octopus. Not a kid. And scene. And scene. Now, this is almost a rhetorical question now because I've kind of what made you want to choose It's such a successful music form. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The money just coming in. Oh, man. Like like money bags. Oh, Mr. Man. Money Rimming bags. Digs, the green shop. Yeah, they oh, they, it's a real jock kind of, kind of music. People yeah. are really I mean, all the hardcore bands are like, dude, why are girls coming to our shows that are attractive? Because they're all at the Scott shows. <laughs> because it's fun. That's why. And I play the trumpet and I can't be in another band. Bottom line is, there's not enough people out there playing happy music. No yeah. one does it. No. Everyone's out there going, oh, you know, which is fine. Which is I'm fine. Like, that's we not that fine. Or... Yeah. But Cannibal Corpse is amazing. But, but Suburban Legends, they are not. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from that. I don't know where I went with it. <laughs> what, what was your uh, biggest or best live performance? You know, the, the one that... One that's memorable, you know. We, we can have it. We can have it. We can have it. House of Blues. We have them. Oh wow! It was not. We thought it was a rainy day on a Monday night, and somehow the kids just came, and we put it together because we knew maybe the kids would come, and, and then they did. And, Tim went and then they did. Leave. And Tim had to go pick up a leaf. <laughs> he collects leaves, yeah. puts it in his backpack. I don't have a backpack. I that's something. Uh, why don't people use fanny packs? Yeah, why don't they use fanny packs? Like the Dungeons and Dragons thing. What happened to Dungeons and Dragons? What happened we played, to we we played like to keep our little for the folks. Angels Pep Rally. Remember the Angels were going to win the World Tour? Yeah. We played in front of like... 10,000? 10,000 people. No, it was, it was, it was like 100,000. 100,000. It was like a million. 100,000. A million? No, it was like 12. We had Jumbotrons and back when I was playing guitar. No, 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 no. And I'd turn around and on the Jumbotron it'd be me. Playing guitar. Turned around looking up at the Jumbotron. Like that. It's like... It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was amazing. We weren't as... We were still kind of not that good, but we were still... Getting our feet wet. So we were supposed to open for Queen. Because now we're real good. Open for Queen. Who's going to sing instead of Freddie Mercury, please? George George Michael Michael was supposed to sing. They canceled because they had a star on the Hall of Fame, so they couldn't make it. So we played an hour and a half set. We took a 40-minute break, and then we took another hour and a half set. We headlined, and then we opened. That's that's awesome. Awesome. We're open for ourselves. That's pretty awesome. Man, who's coming up next? Uh, uh, which is a real legend of the same songs. Uh, here's a new one. Oh, wait, no, you've heard this one already. Three times. Yeah, we actually repeated songs when you yeah. said it was pretty funny. It's always funny. Yeah. So what's, what do you see for the future of Suburban Legends? I see a, large, large I see a van moving across the country. Hopefully getting signed, getting famous, getting fat and getting skinny. Now that's it. Just getting fat and then getting skinny. I think he's famous Look at him. buying a house. I, I don't know. Famous. We're going to write new songs. Yeah. We're going to rail it. Release a new album. Hopefully, yes. put a DVD Gen Hot Women because I'm famous. And uh, we're going to be touring with bands across the country. We didn't know when, we didn't know how, we didn't know who. We're just going to do it. It's all for the future. Yeah, for the future. Okay, well, <laughs> All right, well, I'm Steve Jones. Thank you, guys. Hi, Steve. My name is Steve. I'm Aaron. Nice to meet you, Steve. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Are, we, are we starting this again? We can do another set. You know, I can ask you the same questions. It's like the song. You know what? We don't go on until 10, 15. I imagine we can do this like three more times. <laughs> awesome.
All right. Cut into him. You can you can kind of decide. Well, I guess. Thank you for watching Concert Pipeline. Bye, Concert Pipeline. Pipeline Concert. You're gonna jump, okay? One, two, one, two, three, jump! Jump, 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 jump! Shaking up in the day of ever domination. But it was a lot of fun. They were just really fun guys who had this energy that was really exciting and loved being together and weren't bored by it at all. Uh, really had fun uh, interacting with them. So um, thank you to Suburban Legends for doing that interview back in 2005. Uh, our next episode that uh, you'll be uh, hearing, episode 12 of Concert Pipeline, will be brand new, uh, completely new footage, um, and it will be featuring... Uh, the toasters uh, from their show uh, in Santa Cruz um, and so Joe Wilson and I are going to Santa Cruz to interview the band um, we're also going to uh, should be able to bring you some of the performances from the uh, the show as well uh, we'll be able to tap into the board from what I understand so we'll have good quality on the 
the footage and um, and that'll be coming to you next time. Um, also down the line in uh, in terms of new content that we're bringing um, that, uh, coming up next week uh, we will have Jonathan Jones from uh, We Shot the Moon and also previously from uh, Waking Ashland. He's going to be on the, the program. I'm going to his studio and going to interview him there and also have him perform some songs uh, for the show uh, from his new album um, the finish line, which is coming out uh, very sh- shortly on the 11th of February. So thanks for tuning in to Concert Pipeline. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Concert Pipeline, um, and also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Concert Pipeline pod. Uh, so check us out there. Subscribe if you haven't already. Tell your friends. Uh, this is, you know, really, we get a lot of our support by word of mouth, so we really appreciate that. That's what we got coming up soon. As well as we'll keep uh, interwining uh, previous episodes of Concert Pipeline to, uh, so all of this, uh, these great interviews that I've done um, with really amazing artists will have an, an outlet and, you know, and I'll get to share those as well. So. Uh, more to come as well down the line. We have other stuff in the works. Thanks for tuning in to Concert Pipeline, your pipeline to the music industry. We try, we try to-